Interesting new research coming out of the University of Alberta from an occupational medicine expert, Quentin Duran Moreau, joining us to talk about the very serious subject of burnout, what it is, what you may be feeling, and how you can deal with it. Thanks for joining The Drive this afternoon, Quentin. It's my pleasure. So why study burnout? Why why look into this subject? Is it a personal issue? Is it something that's always intrigued you? Why study this right now? Well, it's been more than 10 years that I'm interested into burnout. At the time, I was practicing in France, and the, the number of patients we were seeing in occupational medicine was very, very large. So I had to specialized clinic just to meet with patients with work-related mental health uh, concerns. And I received some training in work psychology uh, back in France, back in 2013, 2018. So it's a, like it's a, a long story that I have with, with this topic. Interesting. Now, I, I do have a good friend in Quebec. His name is Michel. And Michel always says that Quebecers understand more that you should work to live and not live to work. Is it is it something you can see a difference in between France and Canada or every every employee can suffer this? And that's an interesting question. There are for sure some cultural differences uh, in terms of our relationship with work, uh, intensification of work, how intense work it is, um, the number of tasks we have to complete within the workday. What's the norm? What's accepted in a given a place? I guess one of the examples one can think of is uh, with Japan, for instance. We, we tend to see Japan workers, Japanese workers, as very, very hard working with, with very low, a very low number of days off. And compared to us, they seem more hard working. So there are ways to, to, to assess this on a, a more um, scientific perspective. But there are indeed some differences. And if I can compare France with Canada, um, that shows that the, the work is quite intense in France, a little bit more than in Canada, but that's not for the best in terms of occupational health. Mm. And so if you're an employee and you're thinking, well, maybe I'm burned out, what's the difference between just feeling a little bit tired or a little bit stressed and truly being scientifically burned out at your job? Yeah, so that's really the critical question when it comes to, to that topic. So my personal take is as a occupational medicine specialist, I'm not keeping burnout as a diagnosis. I would use this word to kind of reflect um, a situation where a worker is struggling with mental health and where they think it's work-related. But that's only the starting point. From this point, you really need to uh, do an assessment as an occupational health provider, as a professional. You really need to dig into symptoms. You have to assess suicidal ideas. When the worker has suicidal ideas, then it gets really, really serious. We're not in just you know, a low mood or something. You need to receive immediate care. So from the starting point, it's Moving from symptoms that the worker has, uh, feeling low, uh, don't you know, not feeling really well, into reframing this into symptoms and then a diagnosis. That's the work of a physician or a psychologist. And so one of the things I was reading is clearly when you start to feel like you are using alcohol, perhaps, as a way to either mask what you're feeling or to cope, 
that is a huge red sign blinking above your head. You need to be talking to a professional. That's true. Uh, when you use any product uh, as a way to just be able to keep working, it really shows that something is wrong at your work. You shouldn't, you shouldn't need anything, any substance, whether it's alcohol, sometimes it's painkiller because you're, like your work is a repetitive work and uh, you're so much in pain that to just keep working, you would need to use painkillers, sometimes opioids. It's no good for your health. To, to have such a use of, of uh, substances. And the same is true for other uh, psychoactive substances. So yeah, that's definitely a red flag when your use is triggered by workplace factors. Joining us from the University of Alberta is occupational medicine expert Quentin Duran Moreau, who has some new information out on burnout. And one of the things, because we can't escape it, it seems to touch everything we ever talk about, is the connection between the pandemic and COVID and burnout as well. What what did you find about that? Mm, that's a very complex question because because of the context of the pandemic, a lot of, of workplace have changed their way to appraise the work organization. And basically, a lot of people would think about working from home as something that is more in the norm uh, compared to before the pandemic. Like working from home is not new and it's not because of COVID that it appeared, but the use of work from home arrangements have skyrocketed. So all of this is changing work, our relationship with work, and ultimately changes our mental health with work. And this combined with all of the other occupational hazards, uh, you know, your health at work is not only the mental health, but it's also the physical health. And you, you need to have a look at the overall picture, including um, uh, uh, infectious risks, like when you're exposed to COVID, when you're, you might get COVID from your work, all of this is increasing your level of stress, potentially, if you don't feel protected. So you, you need really to assess the overall picture with a moving working environment in this context. In the next coming years, we're going to have some more uh, better quality studies uh, because it takes time to do such high quality surveys and studies. And we will be able to provide more reliable information in terms of how it changed.